I'm doing a solo episode this week all about paying tribute to my favorite of the surface lifts, the T-Bar. That's happening today on the Ski Rex Media Podcast. How are you all my friends and fans of the Ski Rex Media Podcast? This is of course Tim from Ski Rex Media bringing you another solo episode. Not necessarily as Tim from Ski Rex Media, but Tim the Lifty. For those who don't know, I do lifty shifts a couple days or a couple nights a week over at my home mountain, Whaleback Mountain, and I was on the T-Bar this week. I helped load the T-Bar. That was my lift for the day on last Wednesday as a matter of fact. A week ago, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, I I worked the T-Bar that day. I rode it on Friday. So I think it's time to get into surface lifts and the T-Bar. The T-Bar of which I speak is at my home mountain, one of my favorite places, and a partner of Ski Rex Media, the wonderful Whaleback Mountain in Enfield, New Hampshire. One of the easiest ski mountains to get to anywhere. Bottom line. I guarantee it. It is right off the interstate, I-89, exit 16. And when I say right off the interstate, sure, it might be a mile from where you actually get off. But the mountain is sitting right on the interstate. You could spit from the interstate and hit the park. If you'd like to see how close it is for yourself, I say head on over there. Head on over there. Ticket prices aren't bad, my friends. You're not going to find a better price on a ticket anywhere for all you can get at Whaleback Mountain. If you want groomed, they have groomed. If you want natural, they have natural. They have night skiing. They can teach you how to do it. They have rental gear. They have a terrain park, which I was in yesterday. Not doing tricks, but watching other people do tricks. They have everything you could want in a small package. It's really easy to navigate for a great price. They're on popular passes. They're on the Indy Pass. If you have an Indy Pass, you have two days waiting for you at Whaleback. All the more reason to get off that Exit 16 and check it out. Do you have an Uphill New England Pass? Is the Uphill thing something you're interested in? If you have your Uphill New England Pass, the barcode is sitting right on the shed that covers the bull wheel, the bottom bull wheel for the main chair lift. You could go there. You have your days there as well. Whaleback Mountain is amazing. I love it. I think you'll love it too. The season, we're almost into March. Which means we don't have much season left here in the East. Take the time now. Get out. Check out Whaleback Mountain. You will love it. Also, have you seen or heard me talk about my Embrace Snow Sports leggings? You haven't? Well, here, let me talk about it. Then you can go to my social media and find the videos that I did talking about my Embrace Snow Sports leggings. Or you can go back a couple episodes, listen to Jeff Hansen, founder of Embrace, talk about the leggings on the Ski Rex Media Podcast, or you could go back an episode or two and listen to Chevy Alcott, four-time British Olympian, alpine skier who helped design, who put in a ton of design input on the snowboard sports leggings. Both of them were on the podcast at different times, two different episodes. Go back and check those out so you can then know exactly what I'm talking about, but I love them. They are compression leggings. They have compression through the knees, through the hips, through the back. All kinds of technology in a pair of leggings that makes your ski day that much easier. I always feel better when I ride with my Embrace Snow Sports leggings. I always feel better. I always have a better day. I don't even want to take them off at the end of the day. But that's when I go to my Embrace Dynamic Plus leggings. I put those on. In any case, get them. Try them out. 
They're wonderful. They make your ski day so much better. Your knees feel better. Your hips feel better. They work for me. Absolutely 100% work for me. I can tell you that. And I can tell you that if you'd like to pick up a pair of your own, go to embrace.com, I-M-B-R-A-C-E.com, or link in the description, and you can get 10% off a pair of the snow sports leggings for yourself. 10% off by using the code SKIREX10, S-K-I-R-E-X-1-0. That information will be in the description. Embrace, embrace compression leggings, embrace.com. They're wonderful, highly suggested, and I think you should check those out too. Dig it. But before we get into the actual meat and potatoes of this program, I use that term because I am super hungry and I want to get this done before I eat lunch. Um, So it's a little bit before I eat. So anyway, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, I want to ask you to follow Ski Rex Media or subscribe to the Ski Rex Media podcast wherever you would like on the Podbean app or your favorite podcasting app. Whichever it is, go ahead and subscribe or follow, depending on the words they use. Subscribe or follow the Ski Rex Media podcast. You can leave a rating on many of those or several of those, I should say. Five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts before. If you could keep rating it that high or rate it wherever you feel it should be, I would love that. Thank you very much. You can also visit for all information, including contact information, the Ski Rex Media website at skirexmedia.com. There you can find links to everything that Ski Rex Media has to offer. The merch shop, the contact links, the social media links, Instagram, Facebook, X, LinkedIn even, um, the podcast links, the partner links, everything you could ever want to know about Ski Rex Media. If you need to know it right away, head to skirexmedia.com. You will find it easily. You can also go to the sticker request form. Would you like some Skirex Media stickers? I just handed out some more, and I'm actually working on getting new ones with the new logo, with the high viz and the actual skiing dinosaur. I'm working on getting stickers for that. I have been handing out the old one with the Skirex Jolly Roger. That's not going to go away 100%. I may have rebranded, but it's not going away 100%. Those stickers are still available for you to enjoy. So you could ask for those, or if you see me on the hill, you could ask for them. That's cool. I keep some in my pocket. Um, what else? SkiRexMedia.com, 100%. Follow on social media. Subscribe to the podcast. Oh, and... This episode has the return of the fan interaction bit. And that's another reason we're doing T-Bars today. This is why we're doing talk. This is a tribute to the T-Bar. Absolutely, that's what this uh, this episode is. So here, let me do this. Let me play. Well, let me tell you what I'm doing. Uh, you know what? Okay, so a little inside information here at the Ski Rex Media Podcast. If you were to see my setup, you would see that on my screen, there's the whole recording screen. You know, there it all is, the different tracks, the main track, the ad read track. And there's a third track under the ad read track that says Biffs. This is really turning into a very large Biff. If I Biff, I cut those out, I put them down there, and I'm going to compile a bunch of them for like an outtake reel or something similar to that. You know outtakes, you know, uh, blunders, bloopers, Biffs, as I call them, as, as you know. That's there. However, I'm too far gone now. I'm too far into this episode. We're going to do it. Again, I said, I'm hungry, man. I got to get done. Uh, so kidding aside, the return of the fan interaction bit. Now, if you've been with me for a bit and in the last bunch of episodes I have talked about and in a few episodes prior, I had voicemails from 
fans, from listeners. I have the SpeakPipe voicemail link. You can find that link at SkiRexMedia.com or you can go to SpeakPipe.com slash SkiRexMedia and you can leave, leave SkiRexMedia a voicemail. You can leave me, Tim from SkiRex Media, a voicemail. And that could be anything. That could be questions. I would love to do a Q&A. So if there's a bunch of questions, let's ask them and I'll answer them. Doesn't matter. Um, try and keep it, you know, to snow sports, but we'll figure it out. Uh, you could do criticisms. You could do shout outs and happy anniversaries and happy birthdays and things like this. If you want to get it out there to other people you know who listen. If you have something you'd like to announce, you could do that too. You could use that voicemail. Again, Try to keep it to snow sports and try to keep it. You don't have to necessarily be clean. I can do censoring and whatever, but try not to be a douchebag. That's all I ask. And in any case, that's how we get to part of the T-Bar special. I put something out. I think it was in the newsletter. That's something else you could do at SkiRexMedia.com is sign up for the newsletter. That comes out on Thursdays. Um, I, I think that's where I put some stories about the T-Bar. Now, this, as I said, last Wednesday, I was working the T-Bar. It's my first time in a year, but, I, you know, it's like riding a bike. And riding the T-Bar, I like to think, is like riding a bike. Um, so I put a story in there about loading noobs, and we're going to get into that, too, in a little bit. But I got a voicemail asking for my best piece of advice. Here, let's play the voicemail so you can hear that question, and then I'll answer it. Hi, Tim. I just read about some of your adventures loading the T-Bar and that all the riders were newbies. And uh, just looking to hear your one uh, super quick piece of advice you have for folks as they uh, step up to the loading area and turn to grab the T. Probably have like, what, two seconds, three seconds to get a little piece of advice out. And I'm just wondering if you have like a one sentence sort of like go-to uh, one-liner that you generally give people that's that you found is uh, the most um, successful, sort of best, uh, best tip, best advice for first time it's riding the T-Bar. And of course, we've heard this gentleman on the um, voicemail before. Don't have a name there, Anonymous. You don't ever have to leave your name. You never do. But if you would like a shout out for your voicemail or something similar, I can do that too. Or you, So it's up to you if you leave your name or not. But the question is what matters. The question is important. And I think every lifty says the same thing to any new rider when they're getting on a surface lift like a T-bar. The T-bar specifically for this episode. Don't sit down. Now, do we have two seconds? Uh, maybe if it's wicked busy, we do have to be quicker if there is a line, but the last couple days were weekdays, so the lines weren't crazy, and I tend to do a small class right there. I'll let a couple bars go just to make sure we get people on and send them up, but if I'm going to be quick about it, I'm going to say, don't sit down. Let the bar pull you. Don't sit down. If you are new and you have never ridden a T-bar, it is not a chairlift. A chair, you sit down. T-bar and, uh, and the Poma too. Don't sit down. Don't sit down. Let the lift do all the work. Let it pull you. Because a T-bar, it's up right on your legs, right where your legs and your backside come together, um, unless you're riding with a shorter person. The bar goes under the shorter person. So if you have a little kid and you're a full-size adult, that bar is going to be down by your knees, which is very doable. I see people do it all the time, but it will uh, use muscles a little differently. Um, and it will feel a little hinky, but it, you can get used to it pretty easily. I think, I, I think so. Uh, let me know if I'm wrong. 
But my biggest piece of advice for any new person is to go ahead and not sit down. Sit down. Don't don't sit down and relax. Just relax. Like don't panic. Don't get embarrassed. Don't no don't do anything else. Just don't stand. Don't stand up. God darn it. I'm biffing hard right now. Don't sit down. <laughs> to answer the question. Don't sit down. Just let the lift do the work. Thank you, sir, for your voicemail. Again, that is an anonymous person. You can add your name if you want, but you don't have to. And I hope that answered the question. If there's two seconds, I would tell any old person, don't sit down. That's the best piece of advice I can give you. And I think every single lifty would agree in many ways. I know I said it a lot when I was there riding the lift. The lifty that was working that day said it a few times. Don't sit down. Just don't sit down. You let it do all the work. And I, I, I find that you have, and again, you have to relax. But to answer the voicemail, don't sit down. Just don't sit down. I know I'm going on pretty long for this part of it, but don't sit down. Just don't. Just don't sit down. Beyond that, I I thought to myself while I was working the lift one day, and I'm doing the whole thing. Like I'm down there and people, you know, they come up in line and they say, hey, I, I don't know. I've never done this before. I don't know how to ride this lift. That's a good thing to do. Ask your questions. 100% ask questions. Ask questions, get lessons. I told people uh, that were there snowboarding that day. I was like, yeah, you can hang out in the learning area and you could go trial and error trying to figure out how to snowboard. But go ahead and get lessons, man. Go in and get lessons. Every mountain pretty much has instruction. Every mountain has instruction and, you know, go in and get the lessons. Um, don't let your wife, boyfriend, husband, uh, girlfriend, whomever teach you your friends that, that, that doesn't work out. And you might be heading for a breakup or a divorce going that way. No, no, no. Go ahead and pay for the lessons. You'll have a much better experience. That'll be much more efficient. Similarly, ask if you don't know how to load a lift that goes for chairs too and other surface lifts rope toes handle toes um magic carpets whatever it is conveyor lifts of different types if you don't know ask that's how you learn is by asking questions there are no stupid questions just ask just ask and someone will be able to answer so people were asking this was last wednesday and that is what the uh gentleman the caller in the voicemail uh was referring to was my stories that I told on Thursday from Wednesday in the uh, newsletter. Almost every single person that came up to the T-bar that day was a new person. And as a little spoiler here, I'm happy to say that just about all of them, maybe all of them, got it. Maybe not on their first try, maybe not on their second, but my three tries, all of my advice that I was giving them got them up that lift. It was awesome. Some of them might have fallen, but I got them up the lift. And I say so much, don't sit down. And that seems to be, that was always my biggest thing. That's why I could never get it consistently because it was always in my mind to sit because that's all I did was ride chair lifts. You know, we don't do surface lifts here in the in the North America. I think that's more popular in over there in uh, Europe. I think they do more surface lifts over there. I think we should do a ton of surface lifts here. If you go back and listen to, it was from last season, my uh, my interview with Tim Meyer, 
not myself. I didn't even interview myself. I'm not that much of a narcissist. If you go back to the episode with Tim Meyer from Cabaret Peaks, that little hill in Michigan was all surface lifts at one point. Now it isn't. And I think that's a thing that has gone away here in the North America. So U.S., Canada, what have you. I think it is bigger in Europe. And if I'm wrong, wrong about that, too, you let me know. But they come in handy. We don't do them often. But they do come in handy. So we should learn to ride them. But learning how to not sit down is a problem. It was always my biggest problem. But now I've got it. And that's what I say over and over again. I hold a whole mini class for noobs if there's time. And I tell them. First thing, don't sit down. I show them right where to put the put the bar. I put the bar on there for them, and they go, don't sit down, just relax. Stay in tight to the bar, especially if you're riding doubles. That way your weight is, you know, centered to where the, the, the uh, hall line is and the bar. It just makes it better. If you can, if you feel comfortable, go ahead and put your other hand on the bar where it's connected to your body, not the center bar, but the bar that is against your ass, pardon my language, against your upper leg, we'll say. I think swearing, I was getting born to swearing again, guys. I got to stop that, my friends. I, 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 I'm trying. I try. Like, in some cases, it's okay, but I'm trying to minimize it here and in videos, and it, it's a whole thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I put the bar on your leg. I show them right where I put it. That goes with snowboarders, too, who ride on the front leg. Some ride on, ride the hip. Most ride in between on the front leg. And I said, it pulls you. Don't sit down. It pulls you. Just relax. Stay loose. Let it pull you. Take it all the way to the top. Wait till it's flat. And then let go of the bar and be on your merry. And then just enjoy your ride. It's a very relaxing thing. It's very different. Um, it'll help you work your leg muscles. That's something about surface lifts. Because you're still standing. You're still standing. You're still standing, so those muscles are still engaged. Your workout hasn't stopped, but enjoy the ride, and it, I love them. I don't know what it is about them, but that's I love them, so I want to make sure everybody else loves them too. So I try to give as best advice as I can at the, at the lift. Like the caller said, quick advice, don't sit down. Best advice, don't sit down. Relax, enjoy the ride, have fun with it, keep yourself loose, stay to the center of the bar. If you ride with two people, stay both of you center to the bar on both sides. It makes everything that much easier for you and everybody else. I will say, though, another thing, and this is for uh, ski instructor groups that come up, like ski instructors who have groups, especially children. Children are a trick. The T-bar... While it may have a maximum weight limit, I don't know what that is. Who knows? It's I'm sure it's in the documentation. It has to be. I don't know what it is. If anybody knows what the average is, please let me know. The thing about it is the minimum, is the minimum weight limit. So if you have littles, you definitely got to get two on there. And two sometimes isn't enough. Definitely pair off a littler little kid with a bigger little kid or a big kid or an adult because that bar, it it, 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 it might not hold them down. They might not hold it down. You see, a T-bar works. It's not just connected as a bar up there. It has, it's it's not pneumatic. That's air. It's it's not hydraulic. Um, and anyways, it's two pieces. And it, it, when you grab it, the, t the part that's connected to the whole line will keep going 
and pull out another piece of it. It's two pieces. And if you're not heavy enough to hold down that main piece, it's going to throw you. And it's not going to be fun when it does. It won't be bad. Like, but it, it's not fun. It, 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 it stinks. And it, it slows you down. It slows the line down. It could hurt. And it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Everybody falls. You know, if you're not falling, you're not trying. So don't be embarrassed by falling. That is 100% okay if you fall off. Just, here's a piece of advice. If you fall off on the T-bar or any surface lift anywhere, get out of the tow path as quickly as you possibly can. You you, you got to move, especially if the lifty can't see you. If there's a part where you, they don't see you right away, if there's a lot of people on the lift, they might not see you right away. If, you know, the uh, terrain has a blind spot, they might not see you right away. You got to get out of that, sur- that towpath as fast as possible. You know, if there's people behind you that are two, three bars behind you, you have a little leeway. But still, don't wait around. Move. Obviously, if you're actually hurt, like really hurt, I mean, not actually, but really hurt, like you need help, say that so people can start screaming back down the lift, stop the lift, stop the lift, so they can get patrol to you and get you out. 100% safety first, and I'm not judging again. Everybody falls. If you get hurt, we'll help take care of that. No, I'm talking about if you just biff, you need to get out of that as quickly as you can and then decide from there which will be dependent on the length of the lift you may come down the side of the um towpath you come right down the side of the towpath or you could go up or the beauty of many surface lifts is wherever you could get off that you can go down from there depending on the lift of course for the t-bar at whaleback the t-bar at whaleback it's towpath there's really not many places you can go. You could either, if you fall and you get up, you could either go up the towpath or down the towpath, depending on where you are, who's on it, what's going on, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's 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 in between two. It's actually in between two glades, believe it or not, two glade runs. Um, you can, you might have people in the trees on either side of you. So up and down to the side of the towpath is the only real option you have there but if you look at other t-bars that are much longer in much more open places like maybe higher elevation places you know wherever you get off you can just go down you could just go down from there if you want to um it, it makes it that's one of the beauties of the surface lift is that you can kind of just do whatever you want get on get off as long as you're doing it safely but definitely do it safely like if you fall get out of the towpath really quickly you know what it's gonna you know what i'm gonna do You know, even though I've said all this, you know, because this isn't a tutorial by any means. If you're going to try and go up and you get hurt and you try to say, I did what Tim from Ski Rex Media, Tim the Lifty, said on his podcast, don't do that. You are not to do that. This is not what this is. This is not a tutorial. This is just me throwing out tips and talking about the T-Bar because I love it. It's my tribute to the T-Bar. I'll teach you. I was thinking that when I was working it. I was like, you know what? How great would it be just to set up there at the bottom of the T-bar? How great would it be? I have myself a sign, boom, right in the snow that says $10 and I will teach you to ride the T-bar. And I will get up there with you and I'll ride it up with you and I'll show you how to do it and we'll get you comfortable on it and then I'll go on to the next person. 10 bucks. 10 bucks and you will see results. There's a business venture in there, some kind. I don't know. I'll have to talk to John and Alex and everybody over at Whaleback to see if they'll let me set up Tim's impromptu pop-up T-Bar School. Wow, that's amazing. 
That actually might be a great take. <laughs> keep an eye out for that in the Ski Rex Media Merch Shop. The Tim's Impromptu T-Bar School. It would be kind of awesome. Impromptu pop-up T-Bar School. That That's going to be great. <laughs> keep an eye out for that as a shirt. Um, and you never know. You might see it on my business card. Anyway, tips and tricks aside, I love the idea of the surface lift it's something i think smaller mountains should use more often whaleback will have um as long as we're on schedule and we don't get the rains that we have la- had last year um whaleback will for next season have their newest handle toe um, which is very cool it's a brand new fancy sun kid lift it's very cool i've talked about it here on ski rex media it's very cool and i asked john i was like why why do it this way and he said it has so many pros. And, you know, one of those pros is, you know, you'll get the racers off the chair. The racer kids will be able to go right up to the shack, jump off, boom, race training. How great is that? Now, you know, Whaleback is a very big training spot. So many of the local schools and academies go there to train during the week. You know, there's racer kids from all over the place. In fact, shout out to the Ford Sayer racer kids. Um, I, I adore the Ford Sayer kids. They're very friendly, very polite, a lot of fun, those kids. Um, in fact, some of the some of the ladies of the U12, 13, or 14 groups um, said, I'm their favorite lifty, so shout out to them, and shout out to the uh, coaches and kids at Ford Sayer. They, th- those kids are great, but how much better would it be for them if they could go right up the side of the trail that the race training is on and get on there? Plus... It is going to be smaller, but it's in that zone where whaleback can make a ton of snow. So if they can make snow, they can get people, weather permitting, onto the hill even sooner without having to rely on the chair. It gets away that little bit of reliance on the chair. Plus, it gets you into places like, gosh, the rope toe, not the rope toe, but the T-bar for me at whaleback is a great place to go if you're just going there to kill a few hours. You just want to hang out. For inst- for example, that's what I was doing for part of that. I did end up on the chair for a little while, but at Whaleback, you get three trails right off the uh, T-bar that that span that the, the one's green, one's blue, one's black, plus a glade run, a short one, obviously, but a, a tree run nonetheless, and it's a popular tree run too. I see people going through there all the time. It's, it's great if you just want a small experience and the, the surface lift provides that experience. You know, chairs are used for these big, long runs, you know, as they should. They're bigger. That's what they're designed for. And, you know, as you get higher and bigger runs, you obviously get bigger chairs and then you get into trams and gondolas and things like this. You know, it's all about what you can use and what you can do and where you can go. But surface lifts can get you to the smaller, shorter places on the mountain it's, it's a better way. Uh, all right. I won't say better because it's that's very subjective, but it's a great way to just get around the mountain. And I've come to really appreciate it using the one at Whaleback as often as I do and working on that lift as often as I have as Tim the Lifty. I've really learned to appreciate them. Plus some smaller places, even like your local hill might have a rope toe. Shout out to Northeast Slopes up there in Corinth, Vermont. They have a rope toe that happens to be the fastest in the U.S. It might be the fastest on the continent, but that's what they have. It's a small little hill. They don't need a chair. 
They just don't need it. But you can still get runs in, and you can get a ton of runs in because you jump on this thing, go jump off, and you keep doing laps. It's wonderful. It is wonderful. Here, right here, uh, in between here and Whaleback, there's Stores Hill. Shout out to Stores Hill. They have a Poma, similar to a T-Bar, similar to a J-Bar. All those bars and Pomas are the similar. Um, surface lifts. And it takes you up and you get a handful of trails over there. Short mountain, small mountain, but it, you know, it's not even a mountain. It's a ski area. Um, but it's a great little ski hill that can get you up and down very easily without the need to put in the infrastructure or to develop the infrastructure. And the construction needs to put in a full chair. It's, it's wonderful if you don't need one. And to think about how other places can use them and why they don't. Like, there was a Poma. Um, it was around Ramshead at Killington. It's not there anymore. Now, that one was one of my last surface lifts I was on before I gave up on them because I just couldn't get it. But the the need for it, I, again, I can't say need because I, I don't know, but it, it could get you to another part of the mountain quickly without having to go all the way to the top on one of the chairs or a gondola to you know, loop your way around, which, and that's fine for some people, but some people, you know, again, they want just a small little bit to hang out on for an hour or two, maybe three, you know, I could go to Whaleback without any problems. It's 15 minutes from my front door and I could go there for an hour or two if I want to. I don't need to be a whole day. And I understand why people want to spend a whole day. Skiing can get expensive and an hour or two just isn't worth it sometimes. But if you're, you know, local hill pass holder, it could be. And if it's local to you, close. And then that's an extension of that is like a T-bar, surface lift. Don't have to go deal with the chair where most people are going. Go over here, less of a line. Sure, less terrain, but just working it out. I don't know. I am I wrong? Again, use the speak pipe um, voicemail to tell me I'm wrong if you want to. Speakpipe.com slash media. Tell me I'm wrong. Or to tell me you agree with me. Either way works for me. But surface lifts, I think, from a logistics standpoint, getting people around the mountain much in a much different way, more efficiently than having to throw up all these different, you know, chairs and gondolas and get, you know, eight pack chairs going, you know, whatever it is. It can get people around the mountain efficiency. It can allow smaller mountains to get more people up the hill more quickly, especially if they're interested in going to see different parts of the mountain. Whaleback is a training center. They could get the kids who are training there to go up the hill right to where they need to be. It'll be better for them. It's more efficient for them. They don't have to go. Now, these are racer kids. So, of course, they're going to get from the top to the racetrack much quicker than I am, especially, and maybe many of us. They know how to go fast. That's that's what they do. That's what they're learning. But how much better is it for them to be able to get to where they're going and get everybody around the mountain? And it's just different. We all ride chairs. We all ride gondolas. We all ride magic carpets. Other surface lifts, though, like T-bars, J-bars, Pomas, these types of things, rope toes. I I, I don't know. I, 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 I wish I could put it into words. And I kind of thought that's what I was doing with this episode for the old T-bar special. But there's just something about it. There's something about the simplicity of it, maybe. Um, there's something about the... It, it feels, even though there are modern surface lifts, it feels like you're throwing back to a to, to a time when there were no chairlifts. You know, surface lifts came first. Rope toes came first. In fact, rope toes were the first of the first. You know, and the T-bar at Whaleback, it's, it, it gets you to just enough to have an easy day if you want it. 
where you have that one little area to the side where you're, you know, everybody, most people are going to the chair and the more popular areas are off the top of the mountain. But if you just want to hang out just above the learning area where you could, you know, just do runs quick, just quick runs, come go up real quick on the T-bar. It's not the fastest thing in the world, but it'll get you to where you need to be within a couple of minutes. Come down real quick. That only takes a minute to do it again. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Great way to work out and crush a couple hours. That's that's what I do, and that's what I did the other day. I love it, and because of that, I've actually branched out. Learning the one at Whaleback was wonderful. I have since ridden the one at Waterville Valley that goes up, that takes you up even higher. Again, the beauty of a T-bar for logistics. You know, their chair doesn't go all the way up to that tip-top area. They don't need it to. Why? Because you get that T-bar up there, and it takes you up to that open area, and you can just come down. And again, racer kids go up there, and that's a that's a modern T-bar. But the thing is, it's the same it's the same technique, and I use that technique whenever I can now. I used to be a chicken. You could ask Scooter and Tech Rob. They will tell you. They will 100% tell you I chickened out at Black Mountain. I was like, they said, should we go up this one? Because they knew. They knew anyway. And they're like, should we go up this one? I was like, hell no, we're not going up that. But now I could probably do it. That's Black New Hampshire, by the way, if I didn't say that. So support your local hill if they have surface lifts. Support your not-so-local hill if they have surface lifts. Use those surface lifts. Check them out. Check them out. And if you're like me and we're nervous about it, take the time to learn. Try and get out on a weekday so there's less people there so you can learn. I know some people are embarrassed about learning, asking questions and falling. I say don't be. Embrace the biff. Get out there. Have a good time with it. If you fall, you fall. Like I said, if you fall at at the start, you're fine. If you fall up the towpath, just get out of the way of the towpath as quickly as you can. Come down. Try again. That's all there is to it. Shout out to the surface lifts of the world. Shout out to the lifties who run those surface lifts. I am having such a hard time holding back my cough. I have already cut out several coughs um, that I've done during this here episode. So, like that deep breath was to stop another cough. So we're going to cut it there. Half hour for a solo episode. Not so bad. A little less than a half hour if you are listening to the ad-free version on Patreon. That is a possibility. Head to patreon.com slash Media to subscribe there for $1 a month. You get the ad-free edition of the podcast, plus you get it on Sunday, not Wednesday, and you'll hear the outtakes, which this time is good. The next uh, outtake reel I make is going to have coughs from this episode. So I have a cold, which should make it awesome to try and get out to Adatash on Monday. That is where I plan on going. I hope you have a good weekend, and I hope your next week is equally as good. I will see you out there. Have a good time. We're into March. Um, we might be into March when this comes out. We're almost into March if we're not into March. It's not March today. It's the 24th today of February. But by the time this comes out, it should be into March or close to it. Whatever the day is. Whatever next Wednesday is. Right? Right. I am Tim from Ski Rex Media saying stay healthy. Try to avoid this cold that's going around if you can. As well as the COVID and the RSV or the RVD or the R whatever it is. Whatever's going around, man. Do your best to avoid it. Stay healthy. Uh, stay worked out, have fun on the snow, get it while you can. And, you know, here in North America, we, we know that our outside season, except for the high elevations, ends in the summer. So we'll be going inside or heading down to Australia, right? Shout out to Maria Baker. We'll come down and see you. Nobody's princess, right? Right. That's Tim name dropping. Here's the old closing music. Enjoy. And I'll see you on the next one, kids. Later. Later.